that lead deficiency that you had, that's going to get cured real fast. Because there are some things that are worth dying for, ladies and gents. You radical. This system and everything that it touches, it corrupts and it is rotten. We are not here to give the establishment just to run for their money. We are here to change the course of history. In the wars, in the Fed, in the empire. Three people who can contract together without government regulation has been proven to lift the human condition. And we can see it plain as day if we just take off these ridiculous tribal banners. The government doesn't give a damn about people dying. Unconstitutional for the American people to be saddled with that kind of debt by gunpoint to have it wasted on bureaucracy. I'm not finished quite yet. My mission is to bring people together while preserving the freedom of every individual, regardless of skin color, age, faith, gender, love, and every other nuance which makes us unique. I was informed that their main interest was liberty, and in this cause, I am doing my very best. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I am your host, Shade Hazel. I know it has been a minute, and I'm going to catch you guys up in this episode. I've uh, got a lot going on, and a lot has been going on for really the better part of, I don't know, a few years now um, that have kind of been going behind the scenes and uh, wanted to kind of just have a show where I came back and did this. So I haven't really taken a break. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll see why I have been MIA from Radical for about a month now. Um, the last show, I uh, just want to thank everybody for, for you know, absolutely killing it. The last show I did was uh, the uh, episode 290, the Bitcoin Veterans. Um, recently, obviously, we did launch uh, Bitcoin Veterans. And I got to tell you, it's we are seven shows in. If you want to look it up, you can go to uh, Bitcoin Veterans on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, you'll, you'll find all sorts of links there. But uh, got a great crew over there that we have started up a new show and it's i think it's going really really uh amazingly well we've got a, a bunch of great talent um obviously all bitcoiners all veterans and we're going to dive into some i mean really cool stuff we've got some guests that are lined up that i'm super excited about uh and it covers the gamut from you know economics to uh consciousness psychology to uh you know obviously some psychedelic stuff we are going to talk about family. We are going to talk a lot about, um, you know, just, I don't know, masculinity um, and kind of the role of the father in the family and all that fun stuff. It's 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 really a, a show for people that I think are looking for something more um, in their in their lives. And, you know, obviously for us, you know, we've got uh, this. I don't know, this burning desire inside all of us, right? You know, at one once upon a time, I guess we all signed our names on that dotted line so that the government could do whatever they want with us, up including to, you know, uh, surrendering our lives in battle uh, if need be. And that was for a cause. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what we were told it was um, when we did it. But now uh, with Bitcoin, we've found a new mission. We found... Uh, a, a vehicle and a weapon of peace for for taking on the Federal Reserve, for taking on the government, for taking on the, the zombie corporations, the industry that just 
sits there and exists on fiat and and counterfeit money. So that's that's what that group is all about. Uh, it's it's obviously uh, very similar and near to my heart here. Um, but you know, having having four other guys uh, to sit there and, and bounce ideas across and have it come from different perspectives. Um, you know, it's, it's really something I think that's pretty special. So uh, first, first and foremost, let's, let's get into what's going on in Bitcoin right now. It's uh it's on sale right now for $28,000. Uh, if you guys can't tell, there's a lot going on uh, with, with Bitcoin in general there. It feels if it feels to me as if this, Spring is just compressing and compressing and compressing uh, to the point where we're getting ready for a an absolute uh, giant bull run. Um, you know what? You know what I had said earlier in the year in terms of coming into the uh, the debt ceiling, uh, coming into this. You know the launch of Fed now, which is going disastrously for those guys. Um, the fact that you've got all the institutional money from BlackRock from uh, Fidelity and the rest of the, uh, the, the real giants in, in the space uh, trying to get an ETF or spot ETF. Basically, they want to sell paper Bitcoin, but that's got to go through the SEC. And once it gets approved, I think you're going to see a good bit in terms of a climb in Bitcoin. But uh, then you've got halving coming up in uh, April of 2024, which is really only a, a little over 200 days away, guys. Uh, so if you're looking at what the having is, having is just From when Bitcoin magazine, uh-oh. software abstract thinking and how Bitcoin solves a Neolithic problem. My, uh, my recording got started a little too early there. So, um, what I was saying is, is this is winding up and the having is going to, I think, ratchet that thing up. I mean, there are guys out there right now that are talking, you know, 150, 200,000. And I'm not going to sit here and make price predictions for you. But that is, you know, it, it is one of those things where it is winding up right now, $28,872 for a Bitcoin, even if you've got a little bit, uh, and we'll talk about this in, in a little while too, if you've got a little bit, it might go a long way here in the next few years. So um, let's get into, first and foremost, there's a, a great read that I have for you guys today, and that's kind of what you heard uh, there in the background. I will uh, restart that because I pre-record pre-record my my reads just because i don't want to mess up any of the reading that these uh these tremendous writers uh do so um we'll we'll go through that and then we'll come back and i'll kind of tell you guys and update you guys as to what i've been up to for the last month and really uh the past uh few years as in a, a transition period so uh without further ado we have from bitcoin magazine this is uh, this is an article that kind of just touched my heart a little bit because of what was going on. So um, let's go ahead and get into it, and we'll go from there. From Bitcoin Magazine, Software Abstract Thinking and How Bitcoin Solves a Neolithic Problem. As a solution to money management and physical power projection, Bitcoin can free humanity to focus more on its own well-being. By Sydney Bright, July 30th. 2023. Bitcoin is not merely a medium of exchange. That is not to say that Bitcoin is not money. Bitcoin is undoubtedly money. However, to think of it merely as a technological innovation that transcends the archaic system of the Federal Reserve, legacy banking, Visa, MasterCard, and so on, would be a profoundly erroneous error. 
Bitcoin solves a problem that ironically was both the catalyst for the Neolithic era and something that has plagued humanity for thousands of years. The use of our abstract mind to rely on symbolism and create greater cooperation among our species. Money is but one result of an abstract thinking mind of the human being, which similarly gave rise to a complex language and the use of symbols and storytelling. This catch-22 is evident through the synthesis of the power projection theory outlined in Soft War by Jason Lowry, a member of the U.S. Space Force, and my own Calm Pond theory. In short, these two theories highlight how the massive development breakthroughs achieved by our abstract minds come with the drawbacks, which have been unresolvable until the invention of Bitcoin. The Calm Pond Theory My Calm Pond Theory suggests that the mind characterized by mindfulness optimizes the brain's ability to regulate and maintain health with the body and grants the individual a more accurate interpretation of reality itself. Consider the brain receives a deluge of neurotransmitters to comprehend the state of the body and the external world. To properly understand the incoming information and react accordingly, it constructs a model constantly testing, refining, and rectifying it to enhance the model's accuracy, a process we experience as consciousness. Now, envision the brain as a pond where raindrops represent neurotransmitters gently hitting the pond and forming ripples that serve as the key to interpreting information. When the pond is calm, these ripples are distinct and easily discernible, enabling accurate interpretation. However, the demand for our modern world imposes endless mental rumination, causing a rainstorm of neural activity. The numerous ripples formed in a rainstorm collide and interfere with one another, making it significantly more challenging for the brain to construct an accurate model of the world, since understanding individual ripples becomes nearly impossible. It is likely that a state of mind akin to a calm pond is what was typical for more ancient human beings, highlighting a tremendous health concern when one considers the fact that we are building a technological society that requires most of us to be using our analytical minds constantly to maintain its structure. In other words, the mental process necessary for us to build the beautiful ivory tower is making our bodies and minds very sick. Power Projection Theory Before addressing how Bitcoin solves the millennia-old problem, let us first recognize the similarity between the above idea and the conclusions of Power Projection Theory. Our abstract mind not only gave rise to money and logical thinking, but also gave us the ability to use symbolic language through storytelling. Lowry's thesis, full titled Soft War, a novel theory of power projection and the national strategic significance of Bitcoin, describes how energy and life formed by using energy, referenced as power, to sequester other energy, referred to as resources, away from the environment, to be used for more personal gain. This can be observed not only in the first prokaryotic cells that formed in the hydrothermal vents that exist in the fissures of the sea floor, but also in the way animals behave in the wild. As Lowry explains at the cellular level, a lipid bilayer was formed on a seafloor, which projected power by creating a physical barrier that trapped resources, facilitating chemical reactions leading to biological systems. 
At the level of multicellular organisms, Lowry uses the illustration of wolves snarling their fangs at a would-be thief of their recently acquired game to broadcast the information that the cost of stealing the resources would be higher than the benefit gained from the food. Here, the wolf is projecting power to keep its resources. Following such reasoning, pack animals such as wolves must create power hierarchies within their communities so that the strongest wolf, most capable of efficient power projection, is fed and allowed to reproduce and the pack can have the most power projection capabilities to protect their resources. To do so, wolves must physically fight amongst themselves. This is an unfortunate requirement, Lowry points out, as two wolves will fight until one wolf has their fangs on the jugular of another to prove superiority. The physicality required to create power hierarchies can therefore prove dangerous and fratricidal. According to Lowry, other animals such as deer solve the issue with the development of antlers, which allows them to project power against other species, but leads to safe competition with their own species, as the antlers simply tangle when they butt heads with the diminished risk of a fatal wound. In this way, deer developed a biological method of managing internal power hierarchies and therefore internal resource management using physical power, but with a relatively decreased risk of fratricide. Lowry argues that humans have developed a similar method of internal organization through their abstract thinking, even though it comes with significant cost. He puts the fourth idea that, through language and storytelling, human beings developed a form of abstract power projection to organize resources without physical violence. There are many examples of this, such as the development of judicial systems in which abstract power is placed in the hands of a judge and state so they can manage resources in a peaceful manner. Of course, physical force is still used within human societies to manage resources. Yet, there is a constant effort through language and reasoning to avoid such physical violence and for us to manage our resources peacefully. The importance of the power projection theory is made evident when one realizes that nature only understands the organization of resources through physical power. Physical energy is used to manage resource energy. Put another way, nature does not recognize the management of resources through any other means, including abstract power projection. Therefore, human beings are stuck in a problematic cycle in which we attempt to organize our societies and resources through abstract power projection, only to have them collapse under the weight of their hollow foundation through physical power projection. To our understandable discontent and frustration, war and revolutions are constantly occurring as nature's only proper mechanism of organizing resources. Managing Resources with Bitcoin These two theories share the common theme that human beings' use of abstract thinking gave rise to dilemmas of conflicting requirements. In the case of the Compound theory, to build this complex society that increases economic well-being, we are forced to use our minds in a chronologically analytical way which deteriorates our bodies and minds' ability to regulate themselves and maintain health and well-being properly. In the case of power projection theory, to build a more peaceful society, we have used abstract thinking to construct stories of conceptual power structures that lead to a cycle 
of temporary peace and inevitable war because, ultimately, nature can only manage resources through physical power. The solution to both issues. Bitcoin. Through offering a bleak outlook on how humans must organize themselves, Lauer provides hope by highlighting how Bitcoin manages resources using physical power. In other words, it is the technological antler of human beings. It ultimately solves the frail nature of our abstract power system, making it obsolete while replacing it with a nonviolent means of using physical power to manage our resources. The solution for the calm pawn theory's conclusion are outlined in a previous article of Bitcoin Magazine's How Bitcoin and Artificial Intelligence Will Free Your Time. In short, the computer, of which Bitcoin is but one aspect, is a thinking machine designed to perform all of the tasks that our abstract thinking mind can. Most notably, it can think logically and manage our money. As we slowly build this machine, and make it more and more capable of thinking for us, it will gradually alleviate our need to use our abstract minds to maintain our society personally. This will give us the freedom to pursue lives more focused on mindfulness and physical well-being. The computer, with Bitcoin, lifts the burden off of our shoulders so our minds can be unrestricted, calm, and once again, more aligned with our true natures. Bitcoin is more than just money. It's a revolutionary technology that solves some of humanity's most ancient problems. With these problems being solved, humanity is entering an unprecedented time in history, potentially characterized by an unparalleled rise in societal and mental peace and harmony. This is a guest post by Sidney Bright. Opinions expressed are entirely their own and do not necessarily reflect those of BTC Inc. or Bitcoin Magazine. All right. Great article. Um, peace of mind. It's it's hard for a lot of people to come by. Uh, the, the name of the show is uh, Times Are Changing. And if you looked at it, it was the, the, the cover was me and my family. We just got back from uh, a little vacation. Uh, I got to tell you, you know, it was is one of those things that I have been doing my entire life this vacation, specifically this vacation, no, like literally my entire life, almost every year when I was a kid, uh, up until the time I left for the Marine Corps, I uh, took a, a big break there for a number of years, unfortunately, and came back as I guess, you know, when I left I was 21, I think I came back when I was about 37, 38 possibly. Um, and so just to let you guys in on some inside baseball and what, uh, my family does and why this kind of, this article, uh, talked to me today was Bitcoin has put me in a place where I can, I want to say relax a little. And that's, you know, that's a really, that's an amazing thing to be able to say, right? It's like, I'm, I'm not a very relaxed person. <laughs> if any of you guys know me, you guys understand, um, it's not that I'm super wound tight, but it's that I'm always doing something. Uh, you guys know right now that I am, uh, you know, working on radical, I've got Bitcoin veterans, um, which may not know. And what is new news is that I am now working for, uh, Swan Bitcoin. And this has been in the works for over a year. It's, uh, it, it was one of those things where 
I had approached Swan uh, and, you know, uh, my friend Alex Danzik, who runs Cafe Bitcoin, who's another veteran, who's also part of the Bitcoin Veterans Podcast. And as time has gone on, we've gotten to know each other better and better and trust each other. You know, it's one of those things where uh, I, I see what Alex does in terms of if you guys haven't ever seen Cafe Bitcoin, uh, it's an incredible show. So he runs Cafe Bitcoin. Uh, he's part of the, the co-host on uh, the, the Bitcoin veterans thing. And so uh, we've been talking and going back and forth and visiting and you name it for, you know, a little over a year now. And one of the things that I found very interesting about Swan was uh, I started the interview process, like I said, over a year ago and went through uh, just a number of things. And maybe this is just some some good tips for anybody who's out there that's that's looking um, anywhere in this space is as you're establishing your relationships and as you're you know establishing credibility in what you do understand that sometimes it's just not the right time. It's not that it's a wrong fit for you. It's just the, it's not the right time. And, um, you know, when we initially went through, there was just not, it was just not the right time. We were in a bear market. Things were, you know, uh, just tight, I guess, in terms of finances and all that kind of stuff. And then when things started to turn around, uh, we started, uh, some talks and now I am, uh, I am part of their Swan private, uh, organization over there. And if you guys don't know Swan Private, uh, Swan Private is for, you know, what they'll say, high net worth individuals. I don't know um, that it's exclusive to high net, high net worth individuals. It It's exclusive to people who want to put a good chunk of change into Bitcoin. And uh, that can also be done with IRAs now uh, that they offer. So this is obviously um, one of my you know, you know my my core tenets here in, in terms of what I do for Swan Bitcoin is uh, the the private side, and the private side can be more than just you know somebody coming in and saying hey you know I've got a hundred thousand dollars to put in, uh, whether it's in their personal account or whether it's into the uh, IRA, but it's also for things like family offices, business, and trusts. Uh, so you know, obviously I'm here for you guys. I'm a resource for you guys, officially part of, uh, Swan Bitcoin. And you guys know earlier in the year, I started my own organization and I think it was just one of those things that, uh, it kind of lended itself to what we were doing, um, on, on Swan private. Um, it's a, it's a concierge white glove service. And I got to tell you, um, when, when I say concierge white glove service, what we're doing in terms of taking care of our customers is I don't think done anywhere else in the industry. The dedicated team of the guys on the private side, which is not a ton of us, uh, go absolutely out of our way. And I will tell you, um, with the support that we have from Swan, um, I came in at the um, last part of the, the migration from Prime to Fortress. Uh, and I know a lot of you guys saw that, and I think a lot of guys got uh, pretty nervous, and I think there was a lot of FUD. Um, what I will tell you is, as these guys ran through this complete migration in a matter of months, uh, coming into this and seeing their reception of me uh, and how they were working together, their communications, I was absolutely blown away at absolute, just, just how down to earth and willing to help everybody is. And, and I say that because I have never been part of an organization where I haven't at least run into one, two, maybe three people where people say, yeah, 
you know what? It's not my job, right? Like this is a group of people that have come together and have one mission and one mission alone. And that is hyper Bitcoinization. You know, they want to get 10 million people uh, onto Bitcoin at Swan. And that is a, that is a really hefty, I mean, just a monumental plan, but I think they're going to be able to do it. Um, and not only do I think they're going to be able to do it, I'm going to help, help them do it and do everything I can to help them. And that's the attitude of everybody there is we are going to go out of our way to help anybody who needs help, whether they're in our organization or outside our organization, uh, to, to understand Bitcoin and to start making, you know, other people that will go out there and, and find more people to bring to Bitcoin because we think it's that big of a deal. We think this is species changing technology that is going to free people, that is going to create more liberty, that's going to create more consciousness and peace and, and love and family like this. This is it. And it's it's really come down to, are we doing this? Are we doing CBDCs? And CBDCs, I think everybody out there um, within the sound of my voice knows very well what I know and what we think of CBDCs. It's complete control uh, by the... The, the counterfeit fiat class, the, you know, the murder cult, all of these people that get together, that push things like ESG and woke ideology down your throats uh, to the point where I think the pendulum is starting to swing. And like, this is now the answer. Um, they, you guys can see, you can go to the website, uh, it's at swanbitcoin.com, but the, the amount of support and support I've received while being here trying to learn their system and trying to understand, which is very um, intuitive to begin with, has just been one of those reinforcing times in my life where you think about something, you, you put your energy into it, you study, you you cram, you grind, and then you get to the point where you, th you thought you wanted to be, and it's actually better because you did all the preparation uh, before you get there that would set you up for success. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, I am completely blown away by this organization and being part of it. So uh, to see behind the scenes what they've been able to pull off, um, what they have built, the culture that they have has just it is it is something to behold, and um, you know if you guys need help with any of this, obviously I'm here to help you. Um, I guess I'll I'm, I'm going to move on. I will introduce you guys to a couple of guys that I work with. Um, Ryan Flynn, uh, he is the head of Swan Advisor. Uh, you've got uh, Stephen Luca, he is the head of Swan Private. You've got uh, Alex Stanzik, who I work with. He's the managing director over at Private, along with John Har who is uh, a great guy, he used to work for Goldman Sachs. Uh, Alex Stanzik, you guys uh, you, you guys heard me talk about him, uh, but he kind of came to his own in the uh, in the gold business. And then um, we've got the one and only Terrence Yang, managing director. Uh, if you guys don't know Terrence, Terrence is one of the smartest guys I have ever met in my life. So this is kind of our core team. Uh, Matt Gillette is also out there as another account executive that just came on about the same time I did. And uh, looking forward to it. So on this front, I, I want to tell you guys, first and foremost, I will be down at Bitblock Boom. Uh, I was just uh, told the other day. So if you guys are going to Bitblock Boom in, uh, in late August, I think it's the 23rd through the 27th. It's down there in Austin. 
Um, would love to hook up with you down there. Would love to see you, uh, connect with you and talk and and do all the things we do at all these uh, amazing conferences. So uh, we'll put this aside for now and get into kind of one of the reasons why I was talking about this show changing. I, I should say times are changing and in my absence. So for the last month, I've been onboarding with Swan and it's been one of those things where I wanted to give it all the attention I needed to give it, especially up front. Uh, and the same with the, the Bitcoin's Veterans podcast. Um, and in relation to that, I, you know, my stipulation on uh, going on board with Swan was I have got to take a little vacation with my family. So my va my vacation with my family uh, includes a pilgrimage to the northwest coast of Michigan. And we, like I said, this is kind of a, a yearly pilgrimage. And so I come from a very Irish Catholic family. Um, and that means large, large families. I think uh, this time around we had 40 people. We get together at a campground and we camp. So it's not, it, you know, it, it's affordable for everybody. It's one of the most beautiful places on earth, especially this time of year. If you can stand water that's a little cooler than you know down here in the south the hot tub uh, water it's you know it'll, it'll be about 65 possibly 68 69 degrees in the water but uh some beautiful beaches out there uh some amazing sights wildlife and the best people for me uh on earth you know these guys they like to get together have a few drinks a few beers uh maybe a few smokes whatever it is and uh be together. Uh, and that, that includes now for me, uh, understanding a different part of this as, as a father who's bringing his children. In. And this is my, my kid's second trip. And we, uh, we had gone the year before, uh, COVID 2019, we had a, a blast up there. They were young, uh, but to go back, you know, more than, uh, four years later, now that my, my children are getting older, you know, the 12, 10 and almost nine now. And, to see them just absolutely gravitate to their relatives, you know, from all over, you know, mostly all over Michigan. So um, to, to see this and to see what's gone on in my family is amazing. And I'll just kind of give you guys a synopsis. A uh, long time ago, I believe in the 1950s, my grandfather, uh, who worked for GM and my grandmother, decided to put down some roots in a tiny little town in the northwest of Michigan, which they're all over the place. But this one was right on Lake Michigan. And, uh, you know, he had a couple of boys and a few girls and they put down roots. They built a cabin on Lake Michigan. They had about eight acres back in the day, you know, swamp and sticks and everything else out there. Uh, lots of big, terrible bugs. And the the fact that they were able to do this uh, back then and, and a lot of it by hand through sweat equity and blood, sweat, and tears, uh, was something that now as a father, I really, really appreciate looking back on. So down the beach, not too far is a, a, a state park. Uh, and that's where, uh, you know, as the family grew, uh, as you know, as my dad's generation started to have kids, you know, we, we couldn't all fit at the, the grandparents cabin. So what a, what an unlikely location to have a state park down the beach, you know, maybe about four or five miles or something like that, that you could literally walk to. And we did it many, many, many times as kids, but, uh, they came up, uh, my, my, my parents' generation. And as soon as we were born, they started taking us to the beach, uh, camping, you know, and back in the day they used to do it for two weeks out of the year because 
the the production lines at the car plants would shut down. They retool. They get re, you know ready to release their new models. And during those two weeks, that's when those guys would take vacation. So when they would do that, um, that's when everybody would go camp. So camping in a rustic situation for two weeks with kids is one of those things that maybe not you know may not be ideal for some, but the hands that are there to help out is just incredible you know you've got grandparents around you've got aunts and uncles you've got cousins you everybody is there to help so um as my family started this tradition uh i don't think they had any idea that it would still be going and, and growing uh to this day so now you know uh, i'm i'm kind of mid uh midlife right and so i've got some older cousins that are you know uh in their 60s and 50s uh and we're kind of the younger generation up there but now we've got our kids up there some of the younger uh cousins and second cousins have you know kids that they're bringing up and you see just this this i don't know this spirit this renewing and what i wanted to do in terms of kind of talking about this and and why it's been available um for you know for for my family to do this kind of thing again is is no is is no doubt because of bitcoin um you know for the for the past couple of years i've been going through you know the ringer with an old organization and i don't think anybody has any idea and, and legally it's one of those things where um it's i'll just leave it at the fact that it was a super bad situation uh it was corrupt and exposing it meant you know a, a lot of things uh, and so it uh, for me um being able to put myself in a new place because of bitcoin and because of swan um it it's afforded me some time and space so I wasn't desperate um, at the end of you know the last thing. You know I was I was calm. I was patient. I was you know looking forward to what was next, and I didn't really have to go and do anything for a while. Um, and I mean that like basically uh, semi-retired. And and that's a that's a great place to be because it gives you a lot of power. It gives you a lot of license to really dial in where you want to go, uh, to to educate yourself, to put in time on what you need to know to be there, and that's that's what it brought. So as this has given me time uh, to go and spend with with my family for the past, I don't know six six months, it's been absolutely incredible and that's the point of why i read uh the the article i did is because as you begin to save and to an asset that has the potential to to lift your situation over time and it will lift your situation over time if you don't spend it um it's going to continually continually gain purchasing power it's going to continually uh, help you maybe make better financial decisions by giving you time and distance. And that's important because at the downstream effects of that is your health. It's your mental health. It's your physical health. It's it's your family's health. And I think even further outside of that, you start to look at how you're interacting with the world. I talk about the, you know, the communications protocol all the time uh, with with Bitcoin. 
And that communications protocol happens between all of those people, but it also happens between you and the natural world. And I had posted something um, last night on, on Twitter, and it kind of outlined consciousness, love, family, nature, and peace. And I said, I hope you all find these. Um, because I believe, and I think what I've come to the understanding is, is heaven or hell are both here on earth. And I've been in both of them. Um, uh, you know, obviously growing up, my heaven was being out here and I, I don't really understand. I didn't really understand why this was my, 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 I don't know, fortress of solitude, if you will. And obviously not, I would not that I was alone, but, um, you know, this, this place is hollowed ground for me, uh, to, to show you guys, let me see if I can bring this up real quick. Um, this is a shot of Lake Michigan and the, the boy out there is, is my boy and, you know, just a, a perfect sunset. And I had looked at this sunset, you know, since I was a kid and I don't know that I ever really appreciated the gravity of seeing something this beautiful in a place like this, it, it was just, it was natural for me and my family. So, you know, hats off to my mom and dad and, and my grandparents for starting this whole thing and, and finding this and, you know, maybe not even completely understanding it. Maybe they did. I don't know. Um, I think they, I think as you mature, especially as you, you become a father and, and you see this, you, you begin to understand the value of the experience and time for me, you know, the, the conscious side of this is, I don't think, I think you can be awake and not conscious. I think you can understand that there are problems, but are too busy being caught up by those problems that you're focused on the problem and not the moment and what is good, what you have, what you should be thankful for, all the amazing little things that are really your big things. Um, and that moment to be, to understand, and, and my, you know, my little brother, and I call him little brother, he's, he's a little bigger than I am these days. Um, he talks about the, the jelly bean theory and to kind of just to a high level, uh, jelly bean theory is, you know, you're, if you fill the, a jar that, you know, was all the, the moments of your life, uh, with a jelly bean, with a bunch of jelly beans, half of that right away is going to be sleeping. Uh, another, you know, good chunk of that is going to be working. Uh, another is going to be doing, you know, all, all sorts of chores and stuff. And so you get this small time with your family and, you know, that's parents, that's children, uh, your significant others, cousins, family, all of that kind of stuff, S super small. And those are the moments that count. Those are, those are the moments that you want to multiply as much as you can. Um, that consciousness for me came, I think, a couple of years ago when I found uh, psilocybin. And, you know, uh, disclaimer for everybody, this, this, these things are not for everybody. Uh, and if you're going to go down these paths, go down those paths with people who are, are experienced, that are mature, that will sit still in a natural place with you and have those experiences because, you know, taking these things and, and doing other, I don't know, going to parties like that's, that's not the scene. Um, 
the consciousness is being able to appreciate right then and there everything that is amazing the, the just the the experience of your life the, you know being able to look from you know somewhere inside of you whatever that consciousness is why and going wow what a ride what an amazing ride and to be right here right now as the time slips away being absolutely content and loving and at peace with your family in a natural spot like it's overwhelming it it will it changes you and it's changed me even since you know going up there it's recharged my batteries um i want to i'm going to talk about a few of these things right like to to know this in a way you do to to not only love your family but love you know a, a place that is meaningful this tradition that we've developed in our family is something that i think has really helped stability in in a lot of ways you know this is something that um you know when you get together and you have all these bonds these family members that are around you that love you that love your family that are there to help your family whether good times or especially in bad times um to help you with any types of issues you might have like whatever it is to see that to know that to be able to depend on it and lean on it if you have to or to be those people that they can lean on that is something that promotes more and more family and i know i've talked about it a million times strong families make strong communities which makes strong people which makes really really strong uh greater groups uh that are that are independent and i know i've talked about this at at nauseum but this for us is where it all begins the fact that it is in nature where we get to go barefoot you know most everywhere and be connected to the earth and a lot of people have asked me uh because I've, I've talked about it in the past and i've talked about it in small groups with people about grounding um grounding is one of those things in this place that just happens you ever wonder why you go to the beach and you feel like oh well there's there's science going on like there's literally science where when you are connected to the land bare feet or you're you know you're sitting in the sand or wherever you are plugged into the dirt and earth with you know no filtration you're literally uh, receiving the effects of energy that were meant to be in our natural where it takes uh your your vibration down to like you know zero in a way like you're, you you've got this you know you, you resonated at about 300 to 400 megahertz somewhere around there and plugging into the earth and you can literally put a uh, voltmeter on it and see that when you plug in it goes down to zero and this does some enormous things for your health first and foremost it opens uh you know your your mind and, and helps put you in alpha wave uh type of uh brain waves which are great for healing for rest for reju- rejuvenation and what it does to your body in terms of your cardiovascular system is it opens up all these little uh you know vessels that will help to clear out any types of inflammation and anybody who knows anything about health knows that inflammation is the number one cause of chronic illness 
if you can if you can stop inflammation in your body chronic illness is one of those things that kind of fades off into the distance so do yourself a favor look into some grounding sheets for your bed um look into you know getting out in sunshine look at you know doing all of these things because things like that those are going to help promote health and a healthy family is a stronger family and a stronger family is a more independent family it's a more uh prosperous family it's a family that other people can can look at to imitate like these are these are the secrets to like building something that is generational that works and you may not even understand it for a while um but consciousness and then being in nature and plugging in and being present and those those two things alone right with, with your you when you add family on top of it it has this compounding uh, hyperbolic effect because now you're doing this for not only yourself, but you're doing this for generations that are coming behind you. That's something that I think is absolutely priceless. In, in today's world, you, to, to be able to do those things and create legacy that is built on those principles of consciousness and peace and nature and family and love, that is something that is completely independent. That is powerful. That is something um, that changes the way we operate as a species, just like Bitcoin. And I, I'm, I truly mean this kind of stuff, guys. Like This is the time where all of these things are changing. And if you're behind the power curve, if you haven't got on the board, you, you, th you think you're just like missing out or have missed the boat with it, you haven't. You haven't. If you have breath in your lungs and you are, are, are one of those people that will take action, man, you can do this kind of stuff. I'm telling you, like, I remember being young and poor and not understanding money or any or economics or finance. Like, I, I remember those days i remember just going to work and grinding and grinding and grinding for people that i didn't want to be around for people that didn't look at me as anything as anything more than a number you know at the end of the day and you can change that you should change that you should do whatever you can in your power to change those things and i think i'll wrap up this episode with some some ideas of how you can do that when you in your being uh you are energy like you your your whole body your everything in you is electrically conductive like i said you know plugging into the earth um but your your brain your pineal gland those things are also absolutely conductive you literally have you know these these little these little pieces of quartz in your pineal gland and quartz what does it do? It's it's what you know the first radios used in terms of tuning because there's a vibration you can you can set um, you know your your frequency. Your pineal gland has the ability to vibrate. It it, it send and receive signals like you are you're an antenna. There's a little radio inside your head, and when you th think, that's energy. And that energy isn't staying here. It's being projected in the world. And that's why I talk about, especially with my, my family all the time. Are you thinking with your 
your lower brain? Are you into the primitive thinking, like fight or flight? Or are you progressing into something that's that's greater than than you, something that's more connected, consciousness, love, creativity, the 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 hallmarks of what I think is an advanced uh, person, civilization, being, whatever it is. If you can start to protect your thoughts and direct your thoughts and be conscious of your thoughts, then what you can do is start to move and and create a path on this plane of existence to where you're moving the things out of your life that you don't want in your life. The things that are negative in your life, move those out of your life. If you are looking at acquiring a, a new way of life, a new path, to be focused on those, to be creative in those aspects, those are the things that are absolutely going to help you get out of a rut and start moving your life in a direction where you want it. Can you can you imagine it? Or are you that person that as you're imagining things or as you're thinking about things, you go down these 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 spirals these you know these these places where you shouldn't be thinking um you know whether it's it, it, it's a it's a terrible thought you know i don't and i there's there's a billion terrible thoughts right if you can be conscious of removing those those terrible thoughts from your mind and focusing on the positive thoughts the, the change the creation the the independence you're going to wind up there. You will wind up moving the terrible shit out of your life and you will end up creating and focusing on the things that that really matter. So in your head, what matters? Thinking about, worrying about things uh, that, that you shouldn't or where you're headed, where you're, where you're possibly taking your family, the legacy that you're going to leave for that. Because for me, this year around was the first year that I didn't have my, my father and my mother camping uh, with us. And, you know, without going into great detail, um, you know, they were unable to make the trip this time. And as it's dawning on me that no one from their generation was there this time, it hit me like a ton of bricks absolute ton of bricks in a holy shit type of moment i was like man i'm not ready for that and it uh you know kind of took a little bit of the wind out of my sails but at the same time instead of focusing on the problem i was like well how do i how do i fix this can i fix this and i think the answer is you can try you can do some things and those those thoughts those actions i was like all right let's come up with a plan and let's go that plan has since been implemented and you know as time goes on i'll i'll let you know exactly what that was um if it's successful because i want my father to see the legacy that his mom and dad started that he passed on to to me and my brother and now that we're passing on to our kids because that's the power of doing something and taking action seeing where you want to be taking action and then reaping the results of it 
that is what I think radical is all about. We are going to do some more amazing things. You know, I thought about possibly giving up the podcast. I thought about, you know, focusing in on a new podcast and, and this job and everything else. But this, you know, what I've seen from you and this amazing audience uh, since being gone is is incredible. I I looked at the numbers the, on the last podcast alone. And I got to tell you, um, thank you to anybody and everybody in the sound of my voice. The fact that you guys have, you know, poured into the show while I've been, you know, kind of MIA, um, I am eternally grateful. For those of you guys that have been with me since the beginning, uh, when I first started running for Congress, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times over for sticking with me, for, you know, helping me evolve, for seeing this and spreading the message. And that's, I, I, do, I have nothing more than gratitude for all of you uh, in terms of helping me grow, keeping me accountable and, and turning, you know, pages in my life. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to focus a lot on these issues, the, the consciousness, the love, family, nature, peace. We are going to get into a lot of psychology. I've got a brand new doctor uh, that I've known for a while now that I'm, I, I really, I, I'm excited to bring on the show and talk to you um, and in this space, because this is something that if we have a lot of work to do on things like mental health and doing the, you know, the, the prevention of bad mental health before it becomes a problem. You know, what they say is uh, an ounce of uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And I think this is going to be that home uh, for a lot of people to start building much more healthy mental lifestyles, which I think in the long run is going to help you um, build a much more physically uh, beneficial life for yourself and your family for that matter. So uh, I think that's where I'm going to wrap it up today. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you can uh, definitely I'm gonna need to plug the guys over at Fountain FM. Uh, man, these guys are, they're incredible. Um, let's, let's see if I can't pull them up. Uh, probably not right this second, but uh, if you want to support us on Fountain FM, Fa Fountain FM is a really great group of guys. Uh, I know them personally. Uh, they approached me about uh, becoming uh, part of Fountain uh, a while back in terms of the the show, and are always out there, always listening. And I got to tell you, if you want to interact with us on Fountain, uh, you know, throw some sats your way. I'll throw some sats your way. You can comment. You can find new people. Uh, comment on the show and I think what I'm going to start doing is reading the comments on Fountain on the show because you know um, it's a great place to interact and you know if it's going to help everybody uh, recognize more sats and uh, be more conscious of Bitcoin I think we're going to do that so thanks to the guys over at uh, Fountain FM uh, go check them out tons of great podcasts over there and, uh, and an amazing way to interact plus they've got some killer features so um, outside of that I will see you guys more often. I think I'm going to try to, to up my show uh, to maybe a couple times, maybe a few times a week, if that. And you can always check out Bitcoin Veterans as well. Uh, until then, I love you. I need you. Peace.